We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Giancarlo, host of Miami Heat Beat. Uh, so there's a little weird thing that happens in, like, the 17-minute mark uh, where Frankie kind of gets cut off midpoint, and then we kind of resume, and I talk about, like, the connection got lost or whatever. Uh, that 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 happened because of stream. We we stream all our podcasts on twitch.tv slash MIA Heat Beat. So come to our Twitch page if you ever want to, and we do the pods live. We talk to chat, all that good stuff. But, you know, the Internet kind of went out on us in the middle of the show. Uh, really unfortunate, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, so we had to kind of like resume pretty much immediately after. So there's a really hard cut, and then I just start rambling again. Uh, don't worry, you, you didn't miss anything. We kind of trickle back, and everything's fine. I just want to kind of let you guys know ahead of time that little weird transition. Uh, so don't worry, uh, just be aware it, it, it's there, but you know, you're, we're good, we're good. Uh, and with that, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun to record. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EB Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today... It was supposed to be our statistician and Photoshopper Christian Hernandez, but he just like disappeared for a second. I have no idea where Chris went. Uh, but instead, we have our homie. We have our 2K coach, Frankie. Uh, one night later, that loss still sucked. That was uh, it is not was not a fun loss. Uh, but Christian will be here, and we are here. Uh, he stepped out for a second. He should be here any second now. Uh, we are here to we are here to rip the heat today. Uh, there is a lot that happened in that game, and there's a lot that's been systematically plaguing this team for a long time and i think that a lot of us especially here uh we're making a lot of excuses for the team and i think frankie they're not just excuses i mean they had legitimate health issues you know half their team caught a fucking 
<laughs> a, a virus that has really shut our entire universe down, right? So I don't think that it was fair to really slander the team kind of prior to that. I, I think that they needed some time to get healthy. But ever since that point, welcome to our statistician, Photoshop, Christian. Christian, where'd you go? You disappeared on us. It's so easy to lose my attention. Yeah, it, it, you just like went away. We were just coming back. Oh, shout out to Clutch Adam in chat for gifting hey. a tier one sub. We love to see it. We love you, man. Uh, okay, so kind of Christian to kind of loop you in, you know, we we really were soft on this team kind of in the beginning because they they were hurt. They, they had a lot of their guys had COVID. They were going through a really rough stretch of their schedule. And I think adequately we said, let's wait and see until they're healthy, what they look like. So they've had approximately three games where most of their guys have been back. And they're one and two in those games. The one win uh, eking out a win at home against the Kings by, what was it, a point or two or whatever. That was the last possession play. And I I want to I dedicate this show to going through all the shit that we are mad at. And I want you guys in chat here on Twitch... Uh, Twitch.tv slash MIA Heatbeat. If you're an audio only podcast listener, you got to join in our live streams. We tweeted out our schedule at the beginning of the week and before every show. Follow us on Twitch. You can get notifications when we go live. Uh, we want you guys in chat to kind of vent out, show your grievances. We want to know what you guys are feeling too, right? So I, I kind of want to, I, I kind of almost not player by player, thing by item by item on the team. I want to, I kind of want to go through and, and talk about. Um, I think I want to start with Bam, Christian. And in the chat, I've been incredibly hard on him. I've been super frustrated because we gave him a max contract. He gave him a max contract. We as fans have dubbed him no ceiling. And we rightfully, I think fairly, debated whether he was a top 10 player. And I think a lot of his numbers are incredibly good. His play on both ends of the floor is phenomenal. But what's afflicting this team starts at the top. Starts from Riley all the way down to Gabe Vincent. And the max player is not above that criticism. Now, Christian, I'm going to give you the good first. I'm going to give you some stats on Bam that are absolutely insane. As a as an isolation player, he's scoring 1.26 points per possession. That's that incredible. Is in isolation. I, incredible. He's in the 89th percentile. And when he's isoing guys, they're getting... A, almost a bucket and like almost a point and a half. It's a, they're scoring every time Bam decides I'm going to face up and I'm going to fucking score. As a pick and roll man, as the roll man, which is his primary role in this offense, 1.35 points per possession. That is the 87th percentile. This is one of the best marks in the league. He's absolutely fucking destroying people, destroying them. His defensive pedigree, we don't have to get into that. You see it. He's a defensive player of the year candidate every time he steps on the floor. We don't we know what he can do defensively. And that's why I asked Christian last night when Alex Len, Alex fucking Len, who was on Whiteside Suplex a couple seasons ago, is sagging off of you when you're holding the ball in the mid post. Why the fuck is Bam not attacking Christian? I mean, it's 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 hard to say, Gianni. Um, obviously, like you know, I, I get that now we're treating Bam as a max player, but like I mean, we've talked about this before. Technically, that deal doesn't even go into effect until next year. Like, 
and it's going to be a process for him because I mean, I mean, think about the way that the Heat had him playing by design when he first joined the team. Probably one of the most limited roles I've ever seen. Uh, mind you, he was great at what he was doing, and that's why he was still impactful. And obviously, on the defensive end, you know, you don't need to really strategize and let him, you know, be free and be impactful. But it, it's it's tough knowing, especially like you just referenced, like. He's dominating in one-on-one. -on -one. He's really figuring out that part of his game. So you want to see him really leaning into it. Like he still took 15 field goal, field goal attempts last night. So like we can't we can't totally act like he was you know super passive. But I guess I guess the problem, like you're saying, Gianni, is in those situations when you know you have a favorable matchup and you know how good you are and what you're capable of. You have to maximize that when you see that see that everyone else around you is struggling. Alex Len, Christian, there's no excuse. We have to. Alex Len is sagging off of you. Alex fucking Len. Raptors legend. The game is, the the game is slipping through your hands. Your fucking season is like falling away from you. You're staring at the basket. You're staring at the hope. You're tied against one of the worst fucking teams in the league. And what's standing between you and picking your fucking team up by the ground and lifting him to victory is Alex Len. And you fucking sit there and you wait for a white guy to curl off a pin down so you can do a handoff. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. Unfucking acceptable. Because if that was LeBron, if that was Dwayne, if that was Shaq, if that was any of the great players that came through here, that's not shit we'd accept. And he was good, and that's fine. But when they're switching those handoffs, that they always do. Now, now that's the, the scouting reports out. You run those handoffs, you switch. And Frankie, do you know why teams are afforded to switch those handoffs? The handoffs why that lack season wrecked the league, which, by the way, Duncan Robinson last season on those handoffs, almost 1.3 points per possession, which was the best mark in the league. YG. Because you can't switch because you can switch that and Bam's not gonna punish smaller dudes. It's a it's symptomatic of this offense. And if they switch Fred Van Vliet onto you, and if they switch Bradley Beal onto you, and if they switch this this Garrison Matthews guy eat. onto you, you have to attack. And it's it's I'm sorry. I'm I'm done with thinking this is okay. I'm done with blaming Kelly Olinick and Kendrick Nunn and Gabe Vincent and all these people. Look at your look look in the fucking mirror. Okay? Because when the game's falling away and when nothing's working and you're just sitting there on the elbow waiting for somebody to curl so you can hand off, I'm sorry. Not fucking good enough for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I watch that frustrated and angry and upset and I'm watching their season slip away and I'm just mad. Frankie, I'm just mad because this should not be happening. They had the best, they have the best player on the floor at least in the conversation with Beal and that wasn't the case. It just wasn't it's it's a systematic issue uh like you said it starts from the top they believed in their themselves too much they get really complacent when they really enjoy their team this happened, this happened back in 06 this happened in 2013 this happened after the 30 and 11 once they really like fall in love with a group of guys they run it back and it and what happens every time they got swept in 07 they got uh Gentlemen swept in in 2014. They've made the playoffs and they've uh, made the playoffs one time in the, the three years after 30 and 11. Won one playoff game for nothing. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Thank Dwayne. You, Dwayne. And this this just shows that you have to consistently improve. You cannot bring the same the same group back. They 
fucking whiffed on Mo Harkless really badly. Avery, ba- a- a- Avery is a good player, but he can't stay healthy, and we can't count on that. Goran has not been able to heal, and he's been he can't get by anybody without a screen. And he was the X factor in the playoffs. Playoffs. Goran to Dragic turning into a 20 points per game scorer again with competent defense and that ISO, that ISO game in the playoffs was the reason we made the run. Not just Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder made him competent. But there's no there's no lineup that, that can close. You have Andre Iguodala, uh, with Christian pointed out yesterday uh, and today, that he uh, Andre Iguodala is like one of the worst fourth quarter, quarter players this year. He, he can't you ha, you're relying on for Andre Iguodala fourth quarter threes for your offense because because they are taking everything away from your stars stars they're, they're not making them pay the shooters aren't the Duncan's the only shooter that's hitting shots Kelly went from 40 percent to 33 percent Tyler from 30 uh from 38 to, th- to 32 Goron Tyler's from bad yeah Goron from uh Goron's about the same, but he's but he's not the threat because he's uh he can't get to, to the basket anymore you have all this and there's no fucking reinforcements on the backside you can't you drafted a guy in precious who you won't play and all defense lineups despite you needing a stop and you talking about versatility position positionless you won't play this fucking guy next to your best defensive players but you will play fucking black holes on defense it doesn't make any fucking sense what they're doing this season. Spot doesn't call a fucking challenge. They don't do sh- they they <laughs> that that damn challenge. Oh thing. my god, man! It's driving driving me, me fucking nuts. And I'm always like, I'm always believing in Spo, giving him the benefit of the doubt, man. But some of these shits, these little margin shits that he's been doing this season has been fucking awful. He's he runs questionable plays, doesn't call timeout when he should. When he sees plays go out of fucking whack. Fucking, fucking, that, that Goron Dragic three. He should have burned that timeout. Uh, chat's making fun of me because our internet. They say we're are we using. <laughs> are we? <laughs> chat's making fun of our internet connection. They also said that Frankie sounds like he's in a, a Walmart back room. Uh, we're back. We disconnected for a second. I don't know what's going on with stream, but we are. We're here. We're back. We're here to. We're here to talk you through this. A um, couple things from chat. Uh, they're complaining about the, the challenges, which I thought was funny. Uh, Clutch Adam in the chat is saying, why don't they run the set where Bam is a ball handler and Duncan sets a high pick for Bam's man, usually a big man, more on the elbow. Uh, they at least get free throws out of that every time. I mean, that that's Adam, that's kind of what I'm talking about. And and it's it's why, like, I think Spo deserves accountability. It's why Bam deserves accountability. Jimmy, everybody, like, it's not, you know, I was tweeting this today, like, you know, it's not Eric's best year, right? Like, I, I feel like the conversation around Spo is always like you know really it's always like if you criticize him you're not allowed to because he's obviously like one of the best coaches in the league and or people just say spo sucks and he's like some guy on twitter was telling me spo's never drawn up a game-winning play right like the 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 conversation around eric spolster is like totally fucking brain yeah christian you're laughing but that's that's the shit that happens right so i'm just like i don't i don't understand it's it's so fucking stupid to me i I get upset. I, I don't. I don't really know what's going on with that conversation. But I, I do think that kind of what we were talking about about the handoff stuff and everything. Like I think Spo deserves. Spo's really married to his system, and I think that when shit's not working and and you really got to drive your players to be more aggressive. I think you know when when teams are switching against you, they have nobody to pick on those matchups. Jimmy Butler's a guy that is the only one that really does that. He kind of matchup hunts when teams switch against him. He looks for guards and he bullies them. Other than him, you know nobody else is doing that. Right, so that's kind of shit that bothers me about about kind of Spo and their little handoff offense. Uh, moving on to the second thing I want to complain about, and Christian, I know that you're pretty ready for this. 
a Tyler Hero. Because Tyler is a guy that he's absolutely their best asset. And I think that the Heat and fans have overvalued him a little bit. I think he's been good this season. Do you really think he's their best asset? Yeah, 100%. I mean, outside, outside of Bam and, Bam and Jimmy, who are absolutely yeah, they're not untouchable. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's because it's he's cheap, right? He's on a rookie contract, and he's under team control for a long time. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's so wild as he is, because like if that's the case, they absolutely need to trade him now. Like, while he's still, he's still got that value. Because, yeah, like... You know, he was just in a Jack Harlow song. Like everybody knows him. His Instagram has like over a million followers already. That has intrinsic value, but there's only so long that's gonna last once people realize that the hype only is only going so far. Like the chances, like if he doesn't really turn it around, I can't see him being an all-star level player. Drop the drip. Like I think that he maxes out. Like if if everything breaks right for Tyler. And I've said this for a long time. This is not a this is not a new take. I was saying this last year, and I was saying this in the middle of a finals run. I was like, he he maxes out as like a one or two time All Star if things break right, kind of like Goron. And that's no that's no slight to him. Mike Conley's never made an All Star team. Goron's only made one All Star team. If you remember, a lot of people had to get hurt for Goron to make the team. That's not a that's not a slight. Like Jalen Brown's about to make his first. Like that's a really good fucking player. Like there's a lot of dudes that just that don't make all-star teams and that's fine. Like, and I've always said he, he's going to be like some version of whatever Lou Williams is. He's going to be some, some version, probably an off the bench guy or, or maybe a spot starter. Who's going to absolutely fucking light teams up. He's, he's a really good scorer, has a lot of versatility in his game. Uh, but he's kind of small on defense, even though he, he does compete. I give him that. Uh, he's a little small and, I think that his passing is really not where it's ever going to be. I, I don't really – he doesn't have the vision, right? Like you see guys like Morant. You see guys like um, like LaMelo. You, see, you know, even even guys like Bam, you saw pretty right away that they have a vision as a passer. Tyler doesn't does not have that. So I want to get into some numbers, Chris, because I know you have some numbers. Because I do want to talk about the positives about Tyler. As a pick-and-roll ball handler, he's fucking great. He's at 1.06 points per possession. It's 86 percentile. He's really good at using screens. He's really crafty. He's good at getting downhill. He's a very, very good pull-up shooter, and he's about at 50% on the year as a pull-up mid-range shooter, which is awesome uh, because that's a shot that you're going to need to have in the playoffs, and he feasts on that drop coverage, which he really struggled with last season. So that's actually like a big improvement to his game. But he feasts on it going mid-range only. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he hasn't added the three-point. His three-point shot has completely abandoned him off the dribble, off the catch. And a lot of it is on him. He just takes so many off-balance ones. Uh, you saw a couple fadeaway fadeaways yesterday when they – doesn't need to be. He just yeah. – passing up good looks for for bad and ending up with bad shots that's another thing the heat overpass way too fucking much they uh it's not it's not only the uh over reliance on the handoffs to start a, start a possession that that they try they spend 15 seconds trying to give they get they bring the ball up slow they take eight seconds to bring the ball up they run 15 seconds to get, try to get duncan open and then they're taking a, a contested shot i would love to see how many times they're shooting at the end of the shot clock or how many shot how many shot clock violations it feels like a ridiculous amount we have to lead the league in that it's terrible how slow they are offensively and and tyler tyler's a problem with that um I, I, th I think he hasn't struck the balance yet as a playmaker and a scorer. And a scorer. He doesn't know when he needs to be aggressive, when he needs to look at a shot. And, uh, you know, it was easy when he's playing with Gabe Vincent and stuff. Um, 
but now he's playing with these, these guys and he's like okay when do i pass when do i shoot da, 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 da. like he needs so, i just i just we just need him aggressive so like the free throw shooting has been down for him too he was at 87 percent last year and his free throw shooting has dipped to like 78 percent. so it's like a whole almost 10 percentage points lower which is you know a big deal and, and and we've talked about how that's an indication for for three-point shooting and stuff he's at about 25 30 33 percent this year which is just not very good and not good enough considering the volume that he takes he's, and by the way he's, he's taken about the same as last year considering he's playing like significantly more minutes uh and he's facing has a much more prominent role in the offense so that that to me is like you kind of get upset at that and you know you, you kind of i mean if he was a better shooter this season you know a lot of their a lot of things get fixed not all of them but certainly a lot of things they, they have too many minus floor spacers and it's starting to be that he's getting too many looks that he's missing and it's absolutely hurting their offense the way that andre is neutering their offense and the way that guys help off of him and jimmy all the time i mean you saw that last play i tweeted about it uh this morning you know, they run that stagger screen for the handoff, and Jimmy's not a shooter. So Jimmy sets the initial screen as Tyler's curling. So Tyler's man, who's guarding the inbound, is going over the screen. Jimmy comes, and then Bam's man, Rui Hachimura, knows, well, I just have to switch this. So Tyler's man does not have to go around the screen. So at that point, the guy just has to split the difference and not make sure that that pass doesn't get back to Jimmy. But Jimmy's a non-shooter. So in reality, it doesn't matter. You just have to make that pass tough. And then when Rui's going to switch on to Tyler, Bam's a non-threat. So he's not going to pop. So Rui doesn't have to worry that he's unguarded because Beal's kind of dropped in the paint off that possession. So, like, that's kind of the shit. It's like they play a lot of non-shooters. Their offense is really predictable. Tyler's not really where you want him to be. Uh, you know, no, and, guys and, at the end... and that last play, like, fucking, they need a three. Let's play Kelly Olynyk, who's one for nine or whatever he was, and not yeah. Duncan Robinson. What the fuck is that? It's ridiculous, and 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 even like you sh at that point, you can have Kelly as a screener instead of Jimmy because Kelly's a legit shooting threat. Like even if he's one for nine, like if he's getting the ball, and if it's a smaller guy closing out, you fucking take that. I don't care if he's one for nine. I'd rather him there than Jimmy, because at least he's a threat to shoot the ball. And, and it's and it's kind of lapses like that where I'm not like a hundred percent sure what Spo is doing. I don't really know what was going on. Why wasn't Duncan in the game? I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, that's just the kind of shit that we go through. Uh, Christian, I know that you had some stuff on Tyler because, you know, he's not been what they've needed him to be. I mean, beyond that, like, the, obviously, the Heat are broken right now. And so, like, uh, was that right when we heard that there was supposedly, like, a players-only meeting last night? I, I I don't I haven't seen anything reported. So no, okay. maybe, maybe not. Well, yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope because like obviously like that kind of thing is usually what tends to trigger like a real change. But you earn this check. I mean, they, they they need something to happen. Otherwise, you have to look at how you can salvage this. I mean, like I, I was I was going through a lot of the the advanced stats, stats today. I mean, box plus minus says very clearly that the Heat are very good with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. It's just the drop off from there that has been violent this season. I mean, they're playing. They were playing guys like Casey Akpala and Gabe Vincent, who are minus seven, minus minus eight in box plus minus, which means that teams essentially giving up. You're, you're going to lose by eight points every time they're out there if you scale that over a game. 
Like they have, they have too many guys that aren't rotation players, Chris. They have too many they have, guys. They have know? too so, many guys like, who aren't NBA players. So you look. That's at, what I'm saying. You look at how to fix this, right? And right. I, I saw t- uh, again someone putting out there today that you know the Rockets might be looking to move all the depot and like Let's fucking go right. And at some point, like, it's is it like an A move for like a superstar? Absolutely not. Like getting Oladipo, a guy you could probably just get in the off season anyway, anyway, and maybe also being able to get somebody like, obviously PJ Tucker would be incredible, but maybe on a lesser side, somebody like uh, Danwell House. So, and you look to see if there's ways that you could improve the around Jimmy and Bam, who are the, re- the guys really gotta be worried about. Worried about. You know, and and get this team at least to be competitive again, kind of like they did with the trade they made last season when they traded Justice for Jay Andre, and you know it was Justice and obviously some other stuff for yeah. Jay Andre and Solomon. You know, th- I feel like that might be what they're looking to do again. So that's how that's, how, that's, the, that's the context that I was looking at a lot of Tyler's stats, and like I go back to the one that I, I looked at the data going all the way back to last year, including the playoffs, and I just looked at. Tyler and Duncan. And when the Heat have Tyler Hero on the court and Duncan Robinson Robinson off the court, over 1,500 minutes, which is already getting a huge sample, they're minus one net rating. They're losing basketball. When they're together. No, just Tyler on the court without Duncan. Without Duncan. Purely and only analyzing those two. And, and, And I think the context also is that those are largely bench minutes. True. I mean, obviously, this is there's a lot of different contexts in here. This is going back to when they were first coming into the league, when when last season started. This is that regular season in the bubble. This is the playoffs in the bubble, and this is whatever we've had this season. But still, over all that time, the Heat with Tyler, Tyler without Duncan, losing basketball. When you flip that and you look at Duncan on Tyler off, the Heat are plus eleven net in fourteen hundred minutes. That's Ten, that's 12 points per 100 possessions better than they are, they are with Tyler on and Duncan off. That's a massive difference on a large sample. And then the big problem, and this is the biggest point of all this, when they're on the court together, in 1,100 minutes, they're getting outscored by four points per 100 possessions with 115 defensive, over 116 almost defensive rating. That is horrific. Awful. That is that is getting bl- the doors blown off every single night it's it's fucking embarrassing and, and it's a shit that we watch every night and it's why I, i've kind of come to the point where i don't think that their future can have both of them i think that they're both two important players and they can't coexist and if i had to choose who i want to keep and this may sound fucking crazy I, I think i picked duncan i i think i picked duncan because duncan is a guy that teams game plan for like the Lakers in the finals and even before that the Celtics and the Bucks priority number one as we saw with their game plan hey that handoff when Duncan flies across that screen that is our number one priority they were putting the best defenders on Duncan not on Jimmy on Duncan right and and late in game that kind of changed that a little bit but for the majority of the game their priority was we are stopping Duncan Robinson and even now they're switching that stuff. And the thing I and the thing I want to mention to people is everything in basketball has a counter. When you drop, you pull up. When you play up, you drive. Right? Like these are things. There's a it's all basketball largely is rock, paper, scissors. Right? It's just who who can do the most. 
And if you look at the Heat on the defensive side of the ball, when they switch, they're getting burned. They're getting killed. And the difference between when Bam drops and when Bam switches is astronomical. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they're pretty they're pretty insane. And you could and the eye test kind of kind of checks out on that. Teams are attacking the switches by working the matchups. Because that's what you do when teams switch. You go, okay, you're gonna do this switch. I'm gonna work around this matchup. I'm gonna hunt the good one, and I'm gonna punish you for doing that. Because you can't get away with that. And the Heat don't do that. Because when teams switch onto Duncan, they don't flip it back to Bam to attack. And that's the issue, is that they're letting teams dictate the terms of engagement of their offense. Their offense used to set the tone. Teams are game planning for their offense, and then the Heat then react to that. It's not the case anymore. Heat are playing by the other team's defensive set of rules. The other team sets the terms of engagement. The other team decides this is the chessboard we're playing on. And the Heat say, okay, we'll play. It's unacceptable. And, and and that's why they're losing basketball games because they've decided that they are going to do they are going to do do what the defense gives them and they're too good for that they're too good for that shit and I don't think that Duncan and Tyler can exi- can coexist at this point anymore and I know that they just had a finals run but if we're talking their long term future Chris I'm with you I think that they you know uh, a friend of mine texted me last night and he said you know uh, the Heat aren't above signing Victor Oladipo to a long term deal anymore. That stung, man. That shit stung. Because they were above that. Because I was like, I don't want to fucking sign Victor Oladipo to a long-term deal. At this point, I'm like, well, okay, fuck, they need at something. The, at the same time, though, he's, he's looked really good this year. He's looked good. He's looked good. But, I, you know, are you willing to pay $22 million a year uh, for that? But, you know, this was the heat. They were waiting for the prettiest girl at, at, in school to be available. And she didn't. She was not interested. And now they're left. That, that, that girl that was an option all along was like, hey, she's, like, hey, she's not that bad. Team t- chat's so mad at me that Smith the small dick in chat saying you'd rather pay Duncan twenty million a year than have Tyler on a rookie deal for three more years. High on crack. I mean, the argument I, there they're not gonna hold on, wait a second. Chat, they're not gonna pay they're not gonna pay Duncan twenty two. They're not. Yeah, I think he gets that much. They're not. That that that's seven million more than what fucking Joe Harris got. And Joe, Joe Harris, Harris is a better defender than Duncan. Duncan's gonna get the Joe Harris contract. Maybe he'll play ball with the organization and they can they can whittle that down to fifteen or fourteen. Yeah, some incentives or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll Andy's Andy's good at, at at finagling that. So I don't I don't think he's gonna get into the twenties. Uh, also, yes, uh, Fez Butter Struess took Shane's number. That is that is unacceptable. <laughs> the unacceptable. Uh, I, I could see the Lou Kennard, the four for sixty four. That would be a fucking team deal. Like that would oh, be a steal. That, that would be a team deal. Shout out to Jack and Luke Kennard. I would uh, love Luke Kennard deal. <laughs> I, I think that they're I think they're three rotation players away. Oh, absolutely. I that, um, I, I just I, w- want to point something out real quick, G. I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, but uh, I, you you mentioned that um one of the biggest problems with the the Heat is their uh handoffs not not working and stuff like that. They're not respecting as well. I also think the over reliance on the three. Last year, they were the second-best te- uh, shooting team in the league at 37.9%. This year, they are 24th at 35%. They are shooting more threes than last year, and they were a better shooting team last year. That is a huge issue. They, they're they not – all the, like I said earlier, when my mic was, was ter- terrible. Your uh, mic's still terrible, but your, it is, chat's, chat's, chat's pumping through it. All right. 
Well, Goran is, is shooting worse. Kelly's shooting a lot worse. Kelly was an elite three point shooter. That's why I'm last soaking year. up so much usage today. And and Tyler Tyler was a very good three point shooter. Uh, Duncan is still still elite, but he's not as elite as he was last year as well. So they're missing that, all that. I think the Duncan spot up numbers are interesting because he's he's, he's one still of the best shooting spot up. over forty one percent from yeah. three. I just love like he, and fifty percent on spot ups. Fifty percent on spot ups. You know how he's great. Because his, his expectations are outside the realm of reality. Like, like people have these crazy expectations now of what Duncan is supposed to be doing, and he's still shooting over 41%. Like, that is crazy. Off, like, on, nine attempts on, a game! On insane volume. Like... <laughs> and that's the argument against Tyler. What is Tyler's elite skill? It's, it's supposed to be a shooter. Instagram? It's supposed to be a shooter, but he's not. He's not shooting a hot, well uh, free throws. He's not. I think we're having connection issues again. Yeah, we are. We'll pump through it. Pump through it. He's uh. He's I'm not. Sh- he's only shooting well from mid range. He's doing better for, around That's the rim. Fine. But how much of this is empty calories? You mentioned no, Lou it's, Williams. No, it's not. It's it's not empty I've, calories. I feel like some of his scoring is empty calories. The efficiency is not empty calories. He's the, not the, efficient the, the though. Yeah, he is. He's as a, a big. I gave you the no, no as a pick and roll handler, but that's very specific because he's not—he's not even making plays for anybody. Create a, 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 what's the offensive rating? That's true. No, but I, well, I think I think individual offensive rating. I, was, I, cool. I was looking at it. His assist to turnover ratio is the same as it was last last season. Oh so no, he's, he's not, not a good passer. Doesn't seem like as a but that's the thing. We're what is as it? a playmaker. Like we we talked about we we called him maybe maybe Steph is the ceiling maybe Beal but they leverage their shooting ability to create opportunities for everybody. If he's not hitting shots, they're not. He can he can shoot fifty percent from mid range all he wants. They're that's not going to turn him into an elite player. He's got to hit the threes and him taking all these fadeaways and off balance shit, not taking the open looks. Uh, I'm sure I, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm sure his catch and shoot number attempts are down because his his overall his overall three point attempts are down and he's playing more minutes and and playing more of a role on offense. So, um, by the way, chat saying that he's shooting 32 percent on threes, which is average. No, that was average in 2000. 10 maybe now the league average is like 36 percent. so he is well below league average especially for his volume they're not getting positive kind of return on those field goals um tiffany says that uh duncan scoring and tyler's whatever he's doing doesn't count toward wins again like i i, I think people have been hard on duncan and i think it's it's deserved but i think he's been really good and i it's not his job to uh it's not his job to solve switches right he's not a uh, ball handling uh, you know, maestro, right? He's he's yeah. doing his job. He's forcing the defense into an advantageous position for his best players. That's his job. <laughs> that's yeah. literally his job. Uh, yeah. And that's on Jimmy and Bam to take over. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I'm so hard on Bam because when he forces that action, it's not, it's not his job to break down the defense at that point. He already did his job. He got a small guy on Bam. <laughs> he has a, not only does he have a small guy on Bam, he has a big out of the paint because he plays small as shit. And their teams are downsizing to match the heat. So not only is the big on the three-point line, which is a fucking free drive to the rim, now Bam has a small guy on him. So, like, there's no excuse. Like, he did his job. Um, He does have to be, I think, a little more aggressive shooting over guys. That's always been the MO on him. He has to fucking be better at that. Um, But, yeah, I, I I think I'm at the point that they have to look at a deal and i think tyler's obviously the most attractive thing they have to move first and foremost they need a power forward 
because uh, they don't have one. And I mentioned this on Twitter the other day how, you know, the Andre plus Jimmy plus Bam lineups as a front court, they're minus 45 per 100 possessions, which is absolutely fucking just, I mean, it's just like some of the worst shit in the league. And then when it's Jimmy, Bam plus wing shooter, so either Struess or Harkless or um, a Harkless shooter in air quotes, uh, Struess, Harkless, or, um, or Duncan, they're minus 25 points per 100 possessions. Uh, so they don't have a power forward. They're playing Jimmy and Andre those minutes, and that's why you saw yesterday one for nine Olenek out there in crunch time. Christian, you're naughty because they have no choice. I mean, fact of the Tiffany, matter is that... Tiffany wants to come for me in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's bad at me. <laughs> I mean, Kelly. Kelly's actually been pretty polarizing for me this season because, like, it's like for me to the eye, he hasn't really played that great. And especially, I mean, especially with the shooting he's been taking, he always takes a lot of off balance bullshit. But who KO? When I, I yeah, Kelly. But I don't get mad at him because usually when he takes that off balance bullshit, he either makes it or like was close close you know yeah. but lately he's been tossing up some garbage and like so that's something that that's alarming but yet a lot of the team numbers show that the team's playing well with kelly uh I had they are because actually, they guard him exactly i had somebody reply to one of my tweets earlier today with the the numbers of jimmy uh i believe was it jimmy and bam yeah jimmy bam and kelly together are plus 21 and 114 minutes this season it's good. Jimmy and Bam with no with no Kelly minus fifty three in 90, 93 minutes, like that, that that's a pretty alarming statistic this early in the season. I think like, people really are really upset. Show that I, I would imagine a lot of that a lot of that is they're probably playing smaller and they're just getting exposed defensively. Who the Heat or the other team? Yeah. When well, they I mean, decide to they're... play Jimmy and Bam with. A yeah, not a, a, not not another traditional big, because because Jimmy's not a power forward, right? And and I think Jimmy's defensive <laughs> activity has been suboptimal this season. No, it's not. It's also the, the you can't cover for the other three with Jimmy with just Jimmy and Bam. Yeah, because you just have Duncan and Tyler and whoever else is and out Goron. there. Uh, yeah, and Goron just bleeding possessions. Yeah, right? like they're getting killed on defense, and then you can't then, run zone. There's no, there's nothing, nothing, no solving that. There's no solving that. Which is why they need, they need, they need guys. They need three guys. They need and, a four, a wing, and a guard. And you've said, like you've talked about Andre at length this year, and he's been really good. But Andre yeah. is a fourth wing right now. He is not the third. Do you, do you guys want to see one of the craziest things that I found today? The Heat only have three guys that are positive in box plus minus. It's Jimmy, Bam, and Andre. Yet, when those three guys are on the court together this season, the Heat are just getting blown out of the water. And like, obviously, Re repeat those three again. Repeat those three again. Jimmy, Bam, Andre. Well, you know why? The three well, non-shooters. The offense. The offense goes to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who is in the corner when that off when that team is together? Who is in the, who's Austin, in the corner Andre. taking the corner three, the wide open corner three? They don't Andre. guard him. They don't guard. Him. They leave. And him. they they spend fifteen minute fifteen seconds getting that dribble handoff that's not getting open. Bam doesn't be aggressive and take advantage. And now you're swinging it and rushing it to to Andre Andre who's wide open. 
it's it's just and, and and he's missing and and I think he shot okay from three this year, but the volume's not enough to punish teams and teams are like if you're gonna make two of those that's fine. The other ten times that that you're out open, you're either gonna drive into four guys in the paint or whatever. And teams are packing the paint and and it's been and, and by the way like Bam who was so fucking obsessed with that little jumper has really not taken many the last like five games which is which has been kind of weird. Um, you know looking ahead to some of their trade targets. You know, Andre has to be, by the way, Andre was what Chris, uh, their worst rotation player last in the playoffs last year. Right. Who Andre? Yeah. Last season in the playoffs, like uh, in the, or guess Kelly, Kelly and Andre were the two guys I that say, were, I, I don't know if I would say yeah. Andre was, I mean, it, it, he certainly wasn't one of their most important players. He was getting DMPs some games in that Celtic series. There were times that he wasn't playing or whatever. So, like, Andre having such importance this season compared to last season when he was really just a, here's a guy that we can throw out here for 50 minutes a game to defend like hell. Now, all of a sudden, he has to play crunch time and he has to do a bunch of shit, which is just not, again, it's not optimal. And there's a lot wrong. And I know that I'm angry and I'm rambling and I'm yelling and I'm upset. Uh, Cause I want, I think this team is better than it is. And chat saying okay, to blow it up. man, because I, th- I think, I think a lot of people are. I'm just mad, dude. I'm just mad. They, they should be better than this. They should. They're better than this, and and yet they're not. And a lot of the pieces are the same. And, and it's not that Jay Crowder's this good. It's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of they lost the guy in Jay who was just fit perfectly into what they did. They by losing him, they lost a power forward, and they just literally don't have any. I cannot stress this enough. They literally don't have anybody to play power forward. It's crazy. They're playing two centers because Olenek's not a power forward. Olenek's the center, and so is Bam. And Jimmy's not a power forward, and Andre's not a power forward, and Mo Harkless is not a power forward, and well, and KZ Paula sucks. They've been playing Andre as a stretch five. Like, just think about that. Like that like, is that's essentially what he's been doing. Like, it's fucking crazy. So, like, they they don't have options at that position. So, the very first thing they need to do is they need to get someone to play that position. Anybody, I don't care at this point. Find somebody. Hopefully, they can spot up. Uh, the second thing they need is another guard because Goron. They're going to run Goran into the ground. And I, listen, Tiff and Siobhan and Alf gave me shit. They gave me shit in the chat because I was like, they don't need another guard. They have too many guards. They have enough. I was wrong. They need another guard. They can't keep doing this to Goran. Goran needs to play those bench minutes. They need to have, find a starting point guard. And by the way, I think Tyler needs to go to the bench. That's a different conversation. But they, they need another point guard because Avery Bradley, that, that motherfucker keeps getting hurt. And when that guy's on the court, he's not even that good. So... <laughs> I, I'm really done with Avery. Uh, by the way, listen to Light Skinned Opinions. That's going to be at 9 p.m. tonight. Alf is in chat reminding me. Check out 9 here on our Twitch page. Uh, Alf is going to do... They're going to get into LeBron and, and that white lady thing. Whatever <laughs> happened. <laughs> whatever happened there. Courtside Karen. Courtside Karen. Well, whatever happened uh, there. <laughs> whatever happened there. Fuck that lady. So, yeah. I mean, they, they need they need those two things first and foremost. And then I I think ideally they you want one other rotation guy, um, whether that be a wing or, or whatever because uh, I think for sure right now you, you can count on Jimmy Bam Goron Tyler Duncan and Precious and after that they need to fill they need to fill those next three spots because I'm not comfortable with what they have and if Kelly is your ninth guy I'm good or even if you're eighth guy your other two better be really fucking good if he's your eighth guy um but that that's Frankie that's where I am right now yeah, um, I, and the Heat have, have some options. Uh, they have uh, – I, I keep going back to – like I keep looking at options around the league, 
and I keep going back to what makes the most sense and OKC. I think there's a deal there, um, just because they have the the pick protection. Exactly, and and um, they have the the pick that you can loosen up restrictions that helps their um, their flexibility with other trades. So I think something happens there in all likelihood they have expiring veterans uh george hill hill and trevor reza who would both fit nicely on this team uh i could see it as as a move i it doesn't it's it they're definitely upgrades those are two rotation guys for sure um i i also like uh chicago calling them up they have like like three good players i would really love on this team daddy is young Otto porter <laughs> what the fuck is that? Auto me, baby. Thomas I'm Sadaransky. ready for auto. I mean, I'm ready for fuck those guys. Great fit because he also has size. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a five shooter guy. He yeah. has not been that good this year. He has not moved very well this year, and I think he's a perfect buy low guy because you don't need him out on the perimeter to guard. They have enough guys to guard in the perimeter. You need a guy as a help defender who can, who's smart, has IQ, and be in the right spots. He's perfect. Mm. Perfect. Well, I, I don't know about IQ. Wasn't he out like in the middle of the pandemic, like kissing random women <laughs> in that video? Man, wouldn't you want to be doing that? I mean, he was living the life we wanted to live. Uh, G, 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 G gives everybody shit for that, for going out. And now Auto Porter, Auto Porter uh, does it. He's like, yeah, Auto's cool. Yeah, Auto, Auto's Auto, cool. Everybody else. Have, you, have you guys heard that conspiracy theory that Auto Porter is uh, Wood Chamberlain's son? No, <laughs> they, they, <crazy. laughs> they put what? side by side. I mean, and, and they, the resemblance is pretty close. And Will Chamberlain is famous for saying he slept with a thousand women. So <laughs> that's just that's just not true, by the way. Will, Will's a liar. Will's wow. A liar. Auto, Otto, hating, by the way, hating. forty. He's hating on the goat. Forty-one percent career three-point shooter. Forty percent this year on four point four attempts, which is pretty in li- almost in line with Tyler's attempts. That's what uh, success uh, success percentage in the club. Chat said that. that Tyler's a glorified He's... Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Uh, yeah, Tyler but, didn't uh, storm the Auto Tyler Porter didn't storm the capital. What happened? No, what you say? That Otto's been playing on a lot of trash teams, and he's been a positive box plus minus every season, every season for the last five. So, like, you know, he finds he's ways good. to be impactful. Forty percent shooter, got size. Yeah, he just has. He's been moving like cement this year, and um, yeah. So I, I'm, 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 I'm upset about that. But I think that, Ooh. like, listen, they bought low on Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder was playing awful in Memphis <laughs> when they traded for him. He was like literally sticking up the joint on a bad team, and then he brought him in and he bought in and they got him to do the stuff they needed him to do, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be great. And and I think with the way that he played defense specifically, you know, your guard, their guards just never gonna be able to stay in front of guys. So you're always gonna count on Bam or Precious and Drop to contain the ball handlers as well as they can. And when those guys get beat, they need someone to come help. And that help can't be Jimmy, who's trying not to pick up fouls. That help can't be Duncan Robinson. That help can't be Max Struess. That needs to be legitimate, lengthy, smart help, right? Can't be Olenek, who's just not – I mean, Olenek's in the bright spots, but he's just not bothering anybody, right? Like, they need a guy to come in that back line and really force misses because the Heat have been – a good defensive team in the sense of they limit attempts at the rim and they bleed three points percentage. You need to really sure up those closeouts 
So you really need to prevent that drive and kick game by containing the ball handler, right? Because they, they make the ball handler kind of give it up and then they're giving up three. So they overhelp. And that's kind of my thing with them right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know what, how much they have to trade. Um, you know, Bielitsa is going to be made available. The Heat also have a trade exception. I think it's like 7.5 million trade exception. They also have uh, the, uh, the uh, disabled player exception they just got for Myers. For 4.5 million. They also have and, their biannual exception. Yep. So, so they, they should be aggressive in the buyout market for sure. They're going to be aggressive in the buyout market. And they're going to be a team that's going to be able to, you know, provide role, right? They're going to be able to tell players, hey, listen, we're going to give you role and we're going to give you, um, you know, minutes and stuff like that. So... I don't know, man. I'm, they've really worn me out. You know, they lost to bad teams all year. Lost to the fucking Hornets, then to the Wizards. And they have another game against the Wizards when Russell Westbrook's going to play. And he's just going to run roughshod over Tyler and Duncan. And probably they're going to have to play Kendrick Nunn again because now fucking Avery Bradley's out. Um, It's tough. It, it's defeating. It's tough. And, and obviously, we want this team to play better. Um. And it's just, it's been a lot. It's, it's been a lot. And they, they have, the I feel like we just got to trash them on the internet. That's like, what I did. Lot. I mean, I, because that's what happened to Steph Curry and look at him. He's literally a God now. I yeah. I mean, we need to trash him. We need to resort to violence. That's what we have. We, we have to, we have to, vi we have to violence. Uh, Alf in chat says, I thought the name of this show violence. Alf says, I thought the name of this show was heat intervention, which is bullshit because we all know John Crotty <laughs> invented the Miami heat. He said uh, intervention. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did he say intervention? Hey, he thought it said invention. Yeah, you said intervention. Oh, I said it. I read it wrong. I read the joke wrong. My bad, Alf. Uh, by the way, check out Hangover Time. After every single Heat game, you can have Alf drinking after Heat wins or Heat losses, whichever. Whatever. I think the one thing we got to know is that win or lose, Hangover Time is fun. Uh, yes, absolutely. nice job. Yes, uh, uh, Slim in the chat saying nice job, G. Shout out to Slim. Um, yeah, so I, you know, Hangover time is a fun time, whether they win, whether they lose. Right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MIHeatBeat after every game. We also do a pregame show. Uh, Jack Alfonso and I, we kind of hold it down in the pregame. And uh, we 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 have fun. We're funny. We try to be analytical. It's it's really goofy, but we have a good time. Frankie comes by a lot. Uh, so check that out. Also, if you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, what are you waiting for? And we're going to start next week with some of our live watch parties uh, online. So, you know, if you are interested in watching heat games with us or watching parts of heat games with us, uh, we are going to, we offer that in our Patreon tier access to be on a zoom call or a discord call or we watch some heat basketball together. And I think that that's going to be a fun way to interact with our audience and our listeners. And especially during this COVID time where it's still kind of unsafe to go to bars and shit to watch basketball games. Uh, we can do it from the comfort of our own home. So we, you can have a beer and you can talk, you can talk hoops with us and uh, we'll make it as fun and interactive as possible. There are other tiers like, uh, you know, some, some more podcast related stuff and also uh, a newsletter that Christian and I will be working on. Alf is going to work on that. Siobhan to Frankie, everybody on staff is going to really put together a fun newsletter beginning of the week to let you know everything you need to know about the Miami heat. So that's fun. We're excited for that. Check out all the stuff that we have going on. Light Skin Opinions, by the way, it's going to be in half an hour right here at 9 p.m. right here on our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash MIAHeatBeat. Uh, I was making fun of me because I typoed his joke uh, speaking. Um, guys, thanks for sticking through. I know we had some audio issues. 
Uh, <laughs> but uh, we made it. Uh, Jeffrey and Chad is saying you start the podcast with we are here to listen to everybody, what everybody says, and then you just rant with your opinion. You have no discipline. What are you talking about? I read Chad. I, I even brought up some of the, the, the trade suggestions that they had. Uh, Shmita Smolnik wants Depot <laughs> and John Collins. I, I'm not a John Collins guy because I'm not interested in paying John Collins. Uh, I, I, are you Christian? You're making a face. I don't I was want to make a face that the suggestion that what that comment that person made was wrong. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to pay John Collins? Because I don't. That's that's my thing with John Collins. He's due for like a very chunky contract. He's shooting forty two percent from three. He's not like the kind of like wing you want though. Like he's not a guy that I like really he's trust. He's a four five though. Yeah, I don't want a four five. I want a three four. I'd give up precious like, for him. Um, I would too, just because you could play next to Bam. Yeah, he's 23, local guy. Shot the shit out of the ball in, in uh, Dos Munitos' driveway. Yeah, but hold on. Like, like chat saying that they're mad because I would pay Duncan but not John Collins. John Collins is going to be more expensive than Duncan. And Collins is a 4-5. Like, they need a smaller guy. They need a switchable guy. Three. They need a 3-4-ish guy. They Ooh. don't need a 4-5. They need kind of that kind of wing like jay crowder but i think i think bam has also been reluctant to be that five consistently consistently oh, Bam's so I, a five I mean, yeah about? no but he wants to switch he wants to be on the perimeter and harass guys so is a young four or five who can play with him a, a big deal i mean it's it's not ideal like He's it'll obviously be good i know but I may, maybe i'm too obsessed with like the right fit Maybe they just have to go with whatever they can get, and they have to make. But I it think work. that is that could be a fit. He's six nine, two thirty five. He can shoot. He, he rebounds the ball well. I don't know how how he's that good defensively yet, but that, I don't that know. could change that here. Do you trust him guarding fours like LeBron? I like, trust him more than more than fucking Kelly Olynyk. But that's what I'm saying. They just need. A, I would like a more mobile guy. Like he's on pretty the mobile. Perimeter. Um. If he if he's your he can play with Bam he, he's covering Bam's weak he's playing more help side and Bam can uh, switch up guard those guys too you have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler as well it's like uh, it's just that's a that's a talent you can you can gamble on I know you got to pay him but that's my thing it's like I I I wouldn't want to pay like over twenty million dollars for a guy that just doesn't fit you right uh, Chad do you have anybody else is there any any other trade pieces that you're interested in because like I'm pretty set on like an auto porter or a PJ Tucker slash Victor Oladipo, like that. That's what I really want, right? So, if they can nab that, I'd love it. Um, Thad Young is another guy, but he's not like Thad Young was not like he's not the shooter that you want him to be. Aaron Gordon's another guy that I think Aaron would be really really good here, but he's just not like a good enough shooter, and I think he's not gonna really help their offense very much. Uh, but I think defensively he can be really really good. Uh, Levine's another guy. Chat brings up Curtis's hero. Shout out to Curtis's hero, man. Always here. Go. You and Eric the Great. Uh, you know, unsung heroes of Miami Heat beat. I'm not a Levine guy. I I don't. I'm not a Levine guy. He's Chris. He's been really good this year, though. I I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a Levine guy either, but he's been really fucking good this year. He's he's shooting the shit out of that ball. I mean, he's just so mean? bad on defense that, like, I don't know. I just feel like that. We have Tyler defense. fucking Hero. I know, yeah. <laughs> he inherently just has more size. Like, that's going to be beneficial. More, athle- more athleticism, too. 
Fez Butter says Garrison yeah, Matthews. True. Listen, if he's going to play like he does against the Heat. Listen, the Heat contained Garrison Matthews yesterday and didn't get the win. Uh, that's, Yo, that's if it's rough. a thing where when he's in Miami, he plays like that, like let's fucking trade for him right now. I know, I know Wizards probably won't want to, but too bad. Gee, yeah, I'm not... Gee, who, who, who do you want besides like Otto Porter? Who do you want? Because <laughs> uh, Chad makes a good point. Like you, you say no to like everybody. I want Porter. I want Depot. I want PJ Tucker. Um, he was a hard no on Depot early on. Yeah, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. When he Depot. when he was cheap, when you could have got him for fucking nickels. So Leif used to want Miles Turner plus Bam, and I was like, no fucking way, get that out of my life. And Miles oh, Turner is now God. the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, so I was wrong on that one. You know what it is, Frankie? Is that I'm so obsessed with the fit being perfect that if it's like not really what I envision, then I get mad, and and that's probably wrong. Chat saying Lonzo Ball. Lonzo's, a guy, Lonzo's not a perfect fit either, but Lonzo's I would, I would not. Take but him. I I would welcome Lonzo because he really helps your defense, and I think that whatever you, you kind of his shooting's not as bad as like his shooting's been bad this year, but there's 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 a good shooter somewhere inside of there. I don't know about that, but I, I just think Lonzo, Lonzo's a guy who's going to make your team overall better for for course of a game. I don't. You're not going to close with Lonzo, uh, but he's he's going to help your your team uh, through large stretches of the game. Pokey Stick says, "Gee, I think your I think your actual problem is that you have very bad opinions." That is true. That is true. Um, Lonzo Lonzo would really help them. I'm not gonna, like Lonzo would be really really good here. I don't know if Lonzo can play next to Jimmy and Bam. But I do think Lonzo can give him really, really good bench minutes. And I think Lonzo plus, like, Duncan in the backcourt with, like, a guy like Andre and then, you know, Kelly and whatever, like, that could be a really interesting lineup when you kind of surround him with shooters and movers. I really like that. I really like that in theory. Um, I don't know. Paying Lonzo is another thing. But the Heat – oh, Harrison Barnes is another guy I would really like. I- I'm really into Harry B. I think he's good. I think he's been really good defensively. Not really good defense, but he's been very adequate defensively this year. I think he's a really good scorer. He's a guy that can get to the cup. He's a he's a pretty good shooter. He's, he's shooting like 40% uh, from three this year. Uh, he's like kind of like the mold of player that would really help them. He's been on a title team before. He kind of has that experience. Um, has played with guys. He's a, I like him. I, I'm very into Harrison Barnes. Are you not? Am I alone on I, that? Like- like the fit is is decent. I don't think he like a, extremely improves the ceiling, the ceiling of this team. Why? Like some of the other guys. Hold on, wait. But why not? Because he's he's averaging seventeen a game, forty one percent shooting from three, fifty percent from the Here's field. Here's your argument. Here's I'm gonna use your argument. He's he, almost fifty forty ninety. Like he's, he's legit. A, like he's at on the a bad of... team. Somebody's got to score. Okay, but the official nobody's like... paying attention to him. Dude, you don't score fifty forty ninety if you suck. He's Get done it here. in twenty games. It's good. It's Imagine a small if he's sample. here. He's not going to do that. Imagine if he's here with good players. If he does that over the course of a season, I will eat a hat on live stream. Uh, he's not going to be 50, 40, 40, 90. No, probably not. But, I mean, he's putting up numbers. I mean, he's having a, probably his best season ever this year. No, um, yeah, he's played it. really is he, well. Is but he in a contract here? No, no he's, he's got not. two years left. He's and, get... by the way, his contract declines every year. Yeah, but he's still making like, like $20 million each year. No, he's not. It's like sixteen. It's like not sure? that bad. Yes, I know. He's making Duncan Robinson money. Yes. So like he's a guy that I I like the contract because he's he makes playing. Makes twenty million at, next year. Eighteen, 18 yeah. the following. Eighteen. Okay, that's not that bad. 
that's not that bad for the for the production that you're getting out of him. That's not that bad. Yeah, everybody, in, everyone in chat is making fun of. Me. I would rather have Harrison Barnes than Zach Levine. There, I said it. Oh God! <laughs> I've just seen Harrison. I've seen Harrison Barnes cost his team a, a, a final, and I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> Wasn't it too. Draymond kicking Braun in the nuts? Oh, but Har- but Harrison Barnes was no Harrison Barnes. Yeah, left- no, no. He was the guy they left open for th- wide open threes, and he didn't shoot 50, 40, 90. No. Yeah, but I remember uh, the dick here. Clutch Adam in chat says, why does Jenny always sound like he's romantically interested in the players he wants on the game? <laughs> I want them so bad. Alf says, G, G would eat Harry B on live stream. 